Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, there's a very big event happening in 2020 that's going to affect the lives of us Americans in a big way for a very long time. And technology is going to play a big part. In fact, there are real concerns that technology might be put to less than desirable uses to the detriment of us as a country and as individuals. No, we're not talking about the 2020 election here, though that description probably does fit as well. Rather, we're talking about the 2020 census, that counting of the population that takes place every 10 years and has since the United States became the United States. So, why take a census every 10 years? Because Article 1, Section 2 of the U.S. Constitution says that that's what we have to do. Quote, Representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states which may be included in this union according to their respective numbers. And then later, quote, The actual enumeration shall be made within three years after the first meeting of the Congress of the United States and within every subsequent term of ten years, in such a manner as they shall by law direct. End quote. Take a look for yourself. And don't forget to check the 14th Amendment as well, which modified who counts to figure out how those representatives are to be apportioned. We've been hearing a lot about the census since the current administration thought it would be a swell idea to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census. The justifications for adding this question were, to put it mildly, disingenuous. Even Chief Justice John Roberts couldn't swallow those reasons without choking. We'll see what happens when the administration invents some new justifications. Meanwhile, technology has marched on to the point that there's a great worry about the 2020 census in that it may well be possible for determined people to work backwards from summaries of census data, say a table that says what the average wage is in a particular zip code, to the specific people whose wages are included in that summary data. This is very bad news from the Census Bureau's perspective, because under the law, the Census Bureau may not identify, quote, the data furnished by any particular establishment or individual, end quote. Since 2003, when researchers published a paper on the subject, it's been widely known that, in theory, it's possible to reconstruct an actual database in some detail from the summary numbers of the data. But the key word then was in theory. Computing power and computer science at the time was not sufficiently powerful to make that theoretical danger actual. Fast forward 15 years or so. Computing power and techniques have improved exponentially, and some people at the Census Bureau noticed as reported by Logan Kugler in Communications of the ACM, a team at the Census Bureau took some of the public data summaries of the 2010 census and used contemporary computer power and current database reconstruction techniques to see if they could identify individual records from the public summary data. The results were pretty scary. In the words of John Abbott, who led that Census Bureau team, quote, the vulnerability is not a theoretical one. It's an actual issue." End quote. Happily, the issue has been discovered before the 2020 census, 
not after the results have been distributed. Census Bureau researchers are scrambling to figure out how to apply a technique called differential privacy to the dissemination of summary information in the 2020 census results. Without going into a lot of detail here, though perhaps we'll look into the subject more deeply on a future program, differential privacy endeavors to make it possible for researchers to use the summary results of information in a database while simultaneously making it nearly impossible to get the information in any individual record in that database. In the simplest terms, this is accomplished by putting what's known as statistical noise into the data summaries. In other words, massaging certain data summaries a tiny bit to make it impossible to reconstruct the data those summaries came from. Remember that the information gathered in the census is of critical importance for everything from deciding how many representatives a specific state will have in Congress, to analyzing education levels or income levels or poverty levels or a hundred other things in particular areas or in the nation as a whole. Many of those analyses are done by independent researchers, local governments, universities, and on and on. And quite a few of those folks are not happy about the idea of adding statistical noise to the data summaries that the Census Bureau publishes. And there is the challenge. Adding the mathematically exact amount of statistical noise to protect personal privacy, while at the same time keeping the published data useful for all of the research purposes that census data is used for. Note that this is not a problem faced only by the Census Bureau. John Abbott put it this way in a presentation he gave in Canada in November of 2018, quote, the database reconstruction theorem is the death knell for traditional data publication systems from confidential sources, including those used by national statistical offices, end quote. This observation is of little comfort to many gatherers of confidential information, though we haven't heard a lot about this issue publicly, at least, from other data collectors just yet. The bad news is that technology can once again be used as a tool to unravel personal privacy. The good news is that, at least as it seems now, other technology can help to preserve privacy. Whether or not there will be a question about citizenship status in the 2020 census remains unclear. What with the current occupant of the White House once again forgetting to read the Constitution and Title 13 of the U.S. Code and demanding that the census be put off for a while, and with the Supreme Court apparently willing to entertain other, less obviously contrived justifications for the question to be included. What will happen on the political front is anybody's guess. But on the matter of protecting personal privacy of those who provide data to the census, it seems that the Census Bureau is on the case. They have a very big technical challenge, but they're attempting to address it in an open way. Just how successful that attempt proves to be will take a while to find out. And we'll do our best to keep an eye out for new developments in that arena, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Thank you.